Hello, friends. So good to be with you this evening. Uh, you might as well get yourself ready, pull yourself up a cup. I've I've done something a little more. <laughs> uh, I couldn't resist it. She made cookies, and uh, I had to have one or two or maybe three. But anyway, I will get more on that a little bit later. I need that. <clears throat> need your coffee. So glad you're with me today. I'm going to be talking about dreams a little bit t today. And I'd really like for you to join with me on this. We all have dreams, not realizing the importance that dreams play in our life. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, I, we've almost, in this sophisticated age that we've come to, it's almost as though a lot of things, it's almost like we've become too educated. All of that is naive superstition. You know, the, the, the naive people of the past who, who believed in primitive this and they're out there striking the ground with sticks and, you know, those poor, poor people. But uh, there, there's a lot of things that, that I think that we need to reflect on, look at history and see how it affected them. Dreams are one of them. Some of you have had dreams that were absolute directional dreams. They were prophetic dreams. They were dreams that told about your present, but it also gave a look at at who you were and where you were going. Not too long ago, my niece gave me a dream. She had had a dream concerning me, and I still say there's one of the that's one of the greatest prophetic words that that I've ever had. Uh, she it was a description of my life, of my home of the things that were going on around me. It was incredible. And uh, a lot of those things come by dreams. And I, I, I say that because I don't want you to underestimate the fact that dreams are at work in your life. Uh, I, I'm sure that there are guidelines that have to do with dreams, things that we have to watch out for. But uh, there's a lot of things. As a matter of fact, I was just pulling up a few um, I just pulling up a few definitions about dreams, about how they work and uh, how they reveal your present situation or stress or pleasure level and uh, the symbolism of how important that that was. Uh, Lord, there's uh, so many symbolic uh, creatures and things and situations that can be used in your dreams, uh, snakes and rivers and doors and paths. Um, you know, I, of course I've always told people anytime that they ever had a dream about snakes, that was never a good thing. That was usually cloaked danger. And, uh, it's that, that more gave reference to enemies or deception or temptation. And, uh, you know, that can always refer also refer to a, maybe a person that's around you, uh, who is callous or ruthless, someone that can't be trusted, and and we find that many times. I, I think getting bit by a snake, I think it's something that affects your vulner, vulnerability uh, on your part. But there's a lot of other things. There's fear of flying. There's, uh, um, there's teeth falling out. You ever had a dream about your teeth? Uh, so many people have done that. Uh, I remember many, many years ago, I used to dream quite a bit about flying. And I'd struggle to be flying. I'd be flying some and then struggling to do it. And and uh, all of those were symbolic dreams of falling, 
people, and you know, it, it kind of indicates a lack of self-control. Uh, there's just a lot of things that have to do with the dreams in your life. So that being said, I, I just want to encourage you to give some more attention uh, to those dreams because I truly believe that those dreams reveal your present situation of stress, pleasure. I think they reflect many times what you're going through and can certainly be messages from God's standpoint that he wants to give you some messages. Um, I think I think it's very important. I think they can be used for direction in your life. There are times whenever you can be warned of God in a dream, and I will get into more to that in just a few moments. But but God steps in while you're asleep, and I thought, man, isn't that so interesting? What is it about the night? What is it about the time that we sleep that seems to open the door to something that feels much more spiritual? than just anything else. Uh, Mythology, uh, I was pulling up something on mythology, and it said that this is when, when you're dreaming, uh, when you're asleep, this is when the veil between the world of the natural and the world of the spirit is the thinnest. That was their description of it, which I'd never heard that before. I thought that was a really interesting thing. Said that is when the veil between the world of the natural and the world of the spirit is the thinnest. And many times that's when most fear and worry and anxiety is exposed. I mean, there's been times when I would be just fine during the daytime, but at night I'd wake up in the middle of the night and the pressure or the worry of something would just weigh on me. You know what that's like? And you can't go back to sleep. Uh, and, and there was another study that I wanted to just tell you about here from Darien, Illinois. This is a new study that provides novel evidence suggesting that suicides are far more likely to occur between midnight and 4 a.m. than any other daytime or evening. The results were striking, according to the lead researcher. His name was Michael Perlis, an associate professor of psychiatry at the University of Pennsylvania. And it said, it appears that suicide uh, prevalence is three to six times greater during the night. Perlis said, but that outside that zone, that time right there, he said, what time of day has no predictive value whatsoever that it's all the same. So it's it was an interesting thing that during that time zone, during the time in the middle of the night, that it, that people go through things that they don't go through at any other time of the day. And that also seems to be when when God through the past has dealt with people. I mean, uh, I, you, let me, can, you got just a second. Let me just give you a couple of scriptures here that tell about the times whenever God dealt with people through dreams. Uh, uh, the Bible said that Jacob wrestled with an angel all night. Now, I'm not exactly sure what all was involved in that, but it was at night when it happened. And the angel told Jacob, said, I want you to let me go for the day is breaking. And that's when Jacob said, I'm not letting you go until you bless me. But isn't that interesting? It was during the night. He wrestled with the angel during the night. 
And the angel said, you have to let me go for the day is breaking. There's just more to that, obviously. One day I'm sure we'll understand all that is behind it. But there is something about the veil of the night that that is is striking. And you can go through other places where legitimate instruction was given to people uh, during the night. As a matter of fact, whenever God appeared to Solomon and offered him whatever he wanted, and Solomon said, give me wisdom and understanding. See, that was in a vision. That was in a dream. It was when he was asleep that God appeared to Solomon. Uh, Job chapter 33, this is, a, this is a really important scripture for you. It said, for God speaks once, yea, twice, and man perceiveth it not. It says, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men and slumberings upon the bed, then he openeth the ears of men and sealeth their instruction. Job chapter 33. So during the night when you're asleep, God speaks to you. He opens your ears and seals your instruction is what that scripture says. How powerful is that? Job chapter 4 verse 13 also talked about that. He said, now a thing was secretly brought to me and mine ear perceived a little thereof in thoughts from the vision of the night when deep sleep falleth upon men. See, that's when God sealed the instruction. Another one that we can look at, and I know all of you know this, you guys that have been through all of the Christmas stories and all of the scriptures about uh, Joseph and Mary. Well, in Matthew chapter 2 and verse 12, it says, being warned of God in a dream that they, the wise men, should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Now, what's striking to me is how much honor that men and women throughout history has given to dreams that we don't. I, I really believe that we're and I'm and I'm not talking about being super spiritual or being weird, but but it's very clear if we believe the stories of the Bible, the stories of the past, it's very clear that God actually gave instruction to people during the time that they slept. And this was so important because uh the the wise men were instructed in a dream and they responded to the dream obeyed the dream, and, and well, you know the rest of the story. Uh, Matthew 2 and 22, uh, it talks about whenever Joseph was going to come back into it. Of course, Joseph was also uh, instructed. He said God, God gave him a dream that said, I want you to take the baby and flee to Egypt. Well, he got up in the middle of the night. He got married. He got the baby, and he, boom, man, he's out of there. He's gone to Egypt based on a dream. And uh, 222 of Matthew says, but when he heard that Archelaus did reign in Judea in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go thither. Never, uh, notwithstanding, being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside to the parts of Galilee. His instruction came through a dream. You know, I thought, I thought about that. I, I thought, would I... Um, <laughs> would I be willing to get up uh, after having a dream 
and go someplace or go do something, most of us would not. Most of us would actually just kind of blow it off and say, wow, what did I eat? But it, but look at this. These, these people responded with obedience to these dreams that came to them. 1 Samuel 28 and 6 says, And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not. See, God had already cut him off and said, The Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, nor the Urim, nor by prophets. So he was even expecting God to speak to him through a dream. Now, now I'm trying to give you several here just so I can lay some groundwork here for you. But Daniel 1.17, as for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill and all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. He had understanding about that. The dreams, they were more than just, well, that's just my subconscious dealing with me. I, I, I think people, people uh, uh, I think they cut off one of the avenues, one of the gateways of understanding and receiving in their life by intellectually dismissing dreams as though it were, were, were just, well, that's just my unconscious mind they don't even really want to call it their spirit this is my this is maybe my consciousness that's telling me that I'm uncomfortable well they're not willing to receive this as a direction from god i love this daniel 522 speaking of him for as much as an excellent spirit of knowledge and understanding and interpreting of dreams and showing hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. See, there were things that were coming that he was able to give the interpretation of. So, so this was not that uncommon, guys. I, I am telling you right now, dreams play a big part in your life. Uh, let, me, let me see here. Job chapter... 2 and verse 28, it's come to pass afterward, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. You know these scriptures. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. Genesis 28 and 12 this is where we was talking about Jacob. When he had that. It says, and he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set upon the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending upon it. This was a dream that he had. I mean, all through, I'm just, I mean, I've just got several others that I can give you. Genesis 37, 5, Joseph dreamed a dream and he told his brethren and they hated him for it. Well, you know the dream. He dreamed that was the thing that, that opened the door for him to go to Potiphar's house and go in and interpret the dreams for Pharaoh uh, when, when he... Uh, and interpreted Pharaoh's dreams. Uh, Genesis 37, 9, it says, and he dreamed another dream, told his brethren, behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars, they gave obedience to me. It's so powerful. Genesis 41, 5, and he slept and he dreamed the second time, and behold, seven ears of corn came upon one stalk, good and rank. Genesis 41, 11, and he dreamed a dream in one night, and he dreamed each man, 
a dream. He, uh, the dreamed he, we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of the dream. Well, I, I'm just telling you, God gave a dream to Pharaoh that great famine was going to come upon the earth. Now, he didn't understand it, but the bottom line is, is that it was still instruction. Of course, that's when Joseph came, interpreted the dream. Now, listen, and I'll read a couple more because there's so many scriptures here concerning dreams and visions that people had in the middle of the night. I want to say if you will if if you will position yourself, I think it's important that you turn off the television. I think it's important that you turn off the music and that you really pray and ask God. I'm asking that you'd give me instruction. Give me dreams. I, I pray that you'd speak to me uh, during during the night. I mean, that's just one of the tools, one of the areas that God speaks to people. Now, I know that there will always be scoffers that don't believe in anything, but quite frankly, we can look not just through the Bible, but throughout history about people who had dreams that 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 came to pass. It happened. And, and you need to position yourself for those dreams. You need to pray, God, give seal my instructions, kind of like what he told Job. Seal my instructions. Speak to me as I'm on the bed of, at night asleep and seal my instruction. I love this. Judges 7 to 13 it says, when Gideon was come, there was a man that told a dream to his fellow and said, behold, I dreamed a dream and lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian and came down into the tent and it smote and fell and turned and and that tent lay long. Uh, you know, it was kind of a dream within a dream. Uh, but that that's how that's how Gideon was instructed by dreams. Uh, Daniel chapter two and verse one in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams wherein his spirit was troubled and his sleep break from him. I mean, it just, it just goes on and on. Um, Genesis 46, 2, and God spake to Israel in the visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, here I am. I mean, this is just powerful. Um, Daniel seven thirteen. I saw in the vision, in the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven. Then came the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. I mean, I, I, the point is, is that something is happening at night. Something is occurring during those hours that you lay down at night and you wake up in the morning. Now, I don't know if the mythology, the the way that this is put, I like I said I'd never heard that, but it is an interesting way that they put it that the veil between the world of the natural and the world of the spirit is the thinnest during this time. But it is certainly true that people are affected during those hours unlike they are at any other time during the day. So take 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 the nighttime seriously. Don't don't just um don't just blow it off. 
keep a pencil, pen, cell phone, keep it by your bed. And when you have a dream, record it, write it down, dictate it into your phone so you don't forget. Because I think a lot of times those dreams are instructions for us. And quite frankly, I don't want instructions to come to me and I just kind of skip through it as I, listen, I need instructions. I need to know what's in front of me. If I'm, if there's danger in front of me, I need to know it. If there's opportunity in front of me, I need to know it. If there's problems that I'm needing to negotiate with, then it's helpful for me to know that. And God speaks to us during those times, during the times of night. Because you can go, you can go, all, you know, uh, again, all through this thing. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one that one more scripture there in the book of, of Job 33. God speaks once, yea, twice, and man perceives it not. In a dream, in the vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men and slumberings upon the bed, then he opens the ears of man, and look what it said, and seals their instruction. So the instruction is available to come to us during these times. Prepare yourself for it. Ask God for that. I, I think most of the time, it's like I said, we have things that are, that are talking to us all night long. Just just whether it be uh, whether it be music that's being played, televisions being left on, we get to the place that we close off the opportunity to to receive things in the ear of our spirit while we sleep, when obviously many times it was life-changing. Again, when God spoke to Joseph, he said, uh, he said Herod's going to, to try to kill the babe. Get up, take Mary, and take the baby and flee to Egypt. Well, man, I'm just telling you, he didn't plan that a month later. He got up right there. He loaded the wagon, and baby, they headed they headed to Egypt. That was instruction that saved their lives. And I just believe, I've, I'm, I give very close attention. If there's been times whenever I was, I was dealing with something where I had a dream of, of a snake, uh, and there were several occasions for that. I, I've had several dreams where I had snakes, but in every one of them, as I got away from that and listened to it and interpreted that dream, it it was it was representative of a deep seated problem, whether it be an individual, some type of wickedness, some type of thing that was not good, and it was something that that warned me to be on caution, to be alert to what the things that are around me, danger that was around me, relationships that were around me that I needed to be aware of. That's and that's so very important. So I, I encourage you to do that. Now, I will also say there's, there are some people who are genuinely gifted. It's kind of like Daniel, uh, who have a gift of interpreting dreams. Uh, uh, it's it's, it's kind of like Joseph. Uh, Herod, uh, Pharaoh had those two dreams. Uh, one was of, of the very lean animals and stock, and one was of the very fat animals and stock. And uh, Joseph said, these two dreams are one. As a matter of fact, do you remember even before how Joseph got into Pharaoh's court? You know how that happened? He was in the prison 
And the, the butler and the baker were there, and they both had a dream. And Joseph said to them, why are you guys so upset? And they said, well, we dreamed a dream. And he said, well, God's the giver of dreams. Tell it to me. Let's, let's, let's see if God wants to reveal that. And he uh, interpreted first the baker, I mean, the butler, and told him he was going to, his dream meant this and this and this, and he's going to be restored. And then the, the, the baker popped up and said, well, I had a dream about this, this, and this. And he interpreted his dream and said, you're going to die. You're, you're going to die. In three days, you're going to die. And this is what this dream means. He interpreted it, and both of them happened exactly like he said. It was a dream. It was a dream for other people's lives as well as his own. So what, what has been going on in your life? I encourage you to write it down. Find someone who interpret dreams. And that doesn't mean that you have to just take it. Fact is, if, if, you know, it's kind of like Mary, whenever Jesus was 12 years old and, and uh, he told his, his mother, she said, why, why have you worried us like this by disappearing to the temple? He said, didn't you realize I must be about my father's business? And it said, Mary hid these things up in her heart. Now, there's going to be times when you have dreams that you don't understand. If you don't understand, don't, don't worry about it. You don't have to try to make something happen. But what you want to do is hide it up in your heart. Hang on to it. That's why I like to write them down. I have some dreams that I've had that I've kept for a long time. And I've seen, I've seen I think that's what this dream meant. I think that's what that dream meant. But I'm, I'm a very strong believer that that the opportunities while we are asleep, uh, maybe and and maybe maybe that mythology is right. Maybe maybe that is the time that the veil between the world of the natural and the world of the spirit is the thinnest, when there's something that we are most open to receive. It's very interesting. It truly is. But uh, I think I think that if you will open your heart to it, that. Uh, um, I, I believe that the dreams can be used to open the door to new areas of life. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for spending a couple of moments with me. Um, please like, share, and uh, subscribe. I would deeply appreciate it. Uh, your friendship to me means an awful lot. And of course, one of the things that I want to come to you with, I, was, I always want to present something that... that uh, will help you grow and will help you develop uh, in different areas of your life. But uh, this is a great time. And so thank you. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. I think I'm going to finish my cookie. I want you guys to have a blessed day, blessed evening, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.